What time is it? It's time for Work at Spursy. Hey, this week it's Percy, Mike, Steve, and Dave. Boys, it's good to have the the Trace Amigos back together again. Just just the three of us. We can make it if we try. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Just the three of us. We can make it if we try. Mike, my man. How how you doing, man? How's life treating you? What's going on? Listen, man. um, Rocky start to the weekend, David. Rocky start to the weekend. Um. So Friday, uh, Friday night, I get out of work and um, got to head up to West to Bolton uh, ski area to get the ski tickets uh, for Vermont Spurs basket uh, for That's the right. Boston Spurs um, charity uh, raffle. And we and, do want to hear about that when you get a chance. So tell yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, so I go up there and my little tiny Corolla. I so I have a truck that I drive on the weekends uh, only. But my little tiny Corolla is my everyday driver. My little tiny Corolla did not like going up that mountain. It, <laughs> it liked it even less going down. Uh, <laughs> turns out I'm going to need some uh, back brakes, which is fine. Uh, they're drum brakes, which is, I think, the last car ever to have drum brakes. I was going to say, back brakes are good to have on a car. Always, always nice. <laughs> always so the uh, drum brakes last like 200,000 miles. And I'm like 178. Anyway, um, so did not like coming down. Um, I had to meet my wife at, at the at the um, Champlain Valley Expo for Lucas's soccer game, and um, so all is well. You know, game is going great. Um, we have to share a goalie with uh, our other team because our team is split into two. Our our fifteen man team is split into two uh, for the indoor season because it's a five v five. So. The, the goalie has to like play one half with our team, go and play the other half of the other game, right? Because we have to share this kid. So Lucas, of course, like always gets volunteered to play play goalie. He makes some phenomenal saves. Let's one in, but makes some phenomenal saves. Point blank shot at him. Arms stretched out. Foosh, you know, it was like a foosh. Um, foosh. <laughs> except it was like a ball, a ball like in the hand, hyperextends his hand. You know, he immediately is shaking his hand and he's like holding his arm. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Look at this. We got a we got a broken wrist probably. So coach sits him down. Um, and, you know, poor kid, you know, you can see him. He's suffering on the on the side. Uh, and next thing you know, the other team equalizes. And coach looks down the bench, looks at Lucas and says, you OK to go? And Lucas, so he goes back in like a fucking trooper goes back in. Nice. Listen, look at that kid. Four minutes, four minutes left. And with two minutes, with two minutes to go, a little less than two minutes to go in the, uh, in the game, he just smokes, smokes the game winner with the, with the quote unquote broken arm. Um, and I was like, that was just like Sonny. Sonny did that. <laughs> That's Same exact true, fucking did. thing played played and got the game winner at the end of the game. And uh it, you know, uh, but anywho, um 
So we get home and he's like, I can't, I can't, I just can't. So my wife takes him to the hospital. Um, I don't like to go to the hospital unless I'm working there. My wife takes him to the hospital. Turns out it's just a um, grade, grade two sprain. Uh, he's got to stay in the splint for a week and you take it off. Uh, and then he just can't play, do any contact with the hand. But uh, Saturday, Saturday, had a, he had another game, went out there and played, scored three goals, two assists. <clears throat> uh, great. We took off, went down to Boston, rained all the way down, had a great time, came back, rained all the way back until we hit Bow, New Hampshire and snowed and ice for the rest of the way home. But uh, yep, it was fun. We had a great time uh, down there at Boston Spurs, and we'll talk about that a little bit. But uh, cool. what I really want to know is uh, how Steve's how, doing, how our favorite millennial down there is doing. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? How you, you feeling? Are, are your you feelings millennial? are your feelings intact? I am a millennial. Uh, my feelings are intact. Thank you for asking. It's He's now in a safe space. No offense, Always man. Good. I didn't I did not mean to offend by asking that directly. I know I should have kind of come in the side door there, not the front door. No, no, it's OK. Definitely um, not the back door. No, I'll tell you what, I'll I'll tell you what annoys me and then I'll get to the, uh, you know, nice (laughs) positive, right? So what annoys me right now is that it's December in Vermont and it's still raining. Mm. Like, come on, you know, 40 40 and rainy, right? It's the worst kind of rain too. Yeah. It's cold rain that you just know, like the sun's gone down, you know, it's all turning to ice and that's just going to make things even more miserable. Like, just if you're going to commit to the snow, commit to the snow. Like, I, I can't deal with this. Let's let's sit on the fence, rain for a bit, and then freeze everything over. It's the worst. You know, Steve is like Steve is like George Carlin, you know, like every single time he gets on, you ask how he's doing. And he's like, he's got that George Carlin bit, you know, here's here's another group of people who need to be ritualistically sacrificed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's, oh, got the sens- he's got the sensitivity of a, a millennial, but he's got the crotchetiness of an old man. Wouldn't you agree, yeah. Mike? I mean, it, <laughs> I it's think. a nice, nice combo. It, it is. It's it every time, every time. It's like, uh, yeah, it, it's wonderful, Steve. In the <laughs> you know who should be ritually sacrificed? These people who they they act like they're trying to let you in. You know, you're on the road, you're you're trying to exit a driveway or, or turn onto the street, and you've got somebody who looks like they might be letting you in, but they're not coming to a stop. Right. Right? So they they're keep rolling forward. Yeah, they're not yeah. waving. They're just slow rolling it. And then when they get close enough that, you know, you physically cannot get in front of them anymore, they start to gun it. And then they, you know, throw their hands up like, you know, what are you doing? It's like, I am not driving out into traffic when you're still moving that is a recipe for disaster if you want to be nice and let me in because the light's red and there's nowhere to go stop the car come to a complete stop or at least give me give me the wave right like hey you can come in yeah it's fine he acts like he's not from new jersey (laughs) (laughs) it drives me nuts you know commit to something just commit to it anyway um but uh, yeah, on a, a much more positive note, Mike, you went down to Boston Spurs. I went and hung out with Vermont Spurs. Yes, All you right, did. Cool. How, how was it, buddy? It was a good time. Uh, you know, they've got a new uh, establishment uh, over in Winooski, McKee's. It's, you know, McKee's itself isn't new. It's been there for, for a long time. I had my first ever legal drink there when I turned 21. Uh, but new ownership, uh, and they were... They were incredible. They were they wanted to make us feel at home. They wanted to make sure that they were like doing some advertising for us. 
you know, so uh, the owner had printed out some signs and was like, you know, I don't know anything about Tottenham. I don't know anything. Every time I type Spurs into Google, it gives me like San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Victor, <laughs> Victor Wembanyama, seven foot eight or whatever he but, is, right? uh, which know, is different uh, than Victor Victor Wanyama. Exactly. Also but true. you know, she she tried. We you know, it it was looking a little bit scarce at first, but uh you know, people started to trickle in. We ended up with like a, a, right around 10 people when all was said and done including spouses and uh, a 3-year-old. Um that's not bad for a first first meetup uh you know, no, it, since you know, getting the club pretty, back. That's pretty bad. It's pretty good. Love yeah, everybody everybody who showed up, you know, everybody was like super thrilled to see other Spurs fans, you know, oh, cool. to to introduce each other, to talk about like, well, where are you from? Where'd you come from? You know, it's it was just such a great atmosphere and uh, you know, I got to give a shout out to the to the um waitress Sarah uh from McKee's cuz she was like, "Look, you know, I'm taking care of you guys all day." just holler if you need something i'll be you know making my way back every once in a while but uh you know she was on point she made sure everybody had their drinks topped off that food was taken we got food really quickly too uh when it was ordered um you hear that you hear that tom vermont spurs i i I understand boston spurs has a big thing going on but vermont spurs has a personal server (laughs) boom we're just saying boom yeah, one person for you know I, I I we certainly tipped her uh well, but I'm hoping the rest of them did. But uh, leaving the place, you know, her sure. and uh, the owner were like, all right, when's the next one? Like, when can we expect you back? It's like we'll we'll see you for Newcastle. Nice. I'm going out on Thursday. So yeah, so Steve, just a, just a quick question. I, this is not a Vermont Spurs podcast, although we all are involved in Vermont Spurs. But what's the uh, what are the upcoming watch events uh, at McKee's? Just for listeners who might be interested. Yeah. So we've got Newcastle on Sunday. That's another 1130. Um, and they're nice enough to open a little early for us so we can get in, get situated. Um, like uh, Mike said, you know, some people are probably going to swing by uh, for the West Ham match on Thursday. Uh, it sounds like a couple people are going to get together for that uh, December 15th game, which I think is a Friday. Um but yeah, I, I think after that, we start getting into the, it's not all 1130, you know, afternoon games. Right. Um, but again, you know, just, just chatting with the owner, it sounds like they're more than willing to, you know, open up early for us and, and hook us up with a, a place to be. But yeah, it was a great time. I really, it, it's, it's fun watching, especially a game like that, watching that with a crew of people, like that was a good time. No question. No. And speaking question. of that game. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, I feel, Where do you want to go, Dave? I Well, let, let's lead with this. I feel good. Can can either of you convince <clears throat> me that I'm wrong to feel good? That's no, what I want to know. Absolutely right. It's always right to feel good, Dave. Perfect. Perfect. Mike, what what did you see? What you what you like? What what got your attention? Look, lineups we we knew uh, immediately like it's probably going to be unchanged uh outside of uh Bentinger for Basuma, right? Basuma's back from from uh, suspension. Well, uh, yellow, yellow sort, card. Of, sort of back, not not really back, but we'll, we'll back. get into that. Um, <laughs> uh, Don't so the back, shot, back from suspension, um, and and obviously uh, Rodrigo is out for another two and a half to three months. Um, you know, after the vicious tackle, uh, unnecessary tackle by Matty Cash. Um, so, 
you know, we, we kind of knew what was, what was going to happen. Um, well, I think we talked about it, how it maybe it was a little crazy to, uh, to, to go in with four fullbacks versus, uh, versus the likes of uh, Jeremy Ducku and, and Rodri and Julian Alvarez and, and, and uh, that giant fucking Norwegian with no eyebrows. Um, Captain fucking merchant um, Erling Holland. Uh, listen, we knew we knew what was going to happen, right? We we knew what was going to happen. What we actually didn't know what was gonna, what was going to happen was what happened. Um, you know, that was definitely the most clear thing that we have ever total, said. Total coherence there, Mike. I, I totally so, uh, feel you. you. You get it though, right? You get what I'm saying. Is that we knew what was going to happen. But it didn't happen like we thought it was going to happen. Yes, right out, right off the bat, um, we get a 2022 style counterattacking uh, goal from, uh, you know, our, our talisman Yunmin Son. We get we get a first half that's a classic Spurs versus City half. If we're being honest, right? Like I holding mean, on by the skin of our teeth. Lucky. We're not. But the thing is, is like we're not sitting by. there. We're not sitting there trying just to to back up into our own box and defend. We're we're Valid. actually trying to Valid. play the game. Structure um, ex- different, yeah. You're right. Except you know, Pep's Pep's crew. This is a big game for them. Um, they're they're what three draws in a row. They're looking to you know get off the Schneid a little bit. We're also looking to get off the Schneid a little bit. But of course, Spurs are going to come out and and be a little bit tentative at first. Um, once Sonny scored that goal. Things started to open up a little bit. Um, we awoke the sleeping giant, kind of like uh, last season uh, in that match when Decky scored um, early on, and and then we woke up the sleeping giant. And I thought, oh shit, we're in for some trouble. Doku was was having a fucking field day. Um, you know, Julian Alvarez hit the hit the post. Uh, Holland missed fucking three sitters in the first half. Uh, he was obviously upset. Um, so i mean sure spurs didn't play well in the first half uh uh, you know i mean spurs didn't know what what they were at that point i mean they knew what they were supposed to be doing but they weren't doing it right they didn't know what they were what they were because because maybe they weren't some of them some of those guys are playing city for the first time you know starting against city for the first time not knowing what to expect um, and what to expect is like huge firepower constantly coming at you, constantly coming at you, constantly coming at you. And, you know, city does what city does. Um, Spurs survived into the second half. And that's when things like, I think Lucas and Lucas and I were at Boston Spurs watching and I showed, I showed Lucas the, the halftime possession and it was like 66% to, to city. And that's something we haven't experienced, you know, yet this season with right. Spurs. Right. Um, the second half got flipped on its fucking head. Uh, we heard Decky talk about it, right? It, the, the coach was pissed off. They went into for halftime. Go out and play the game. Go out and play football. They came back out and they played football. They played football the way that Ange wants to play football. Um, the way that Spurs fans want to see the game played. And quite honestly, like dominated in the second half. I don't think 
they didn't look gassed the way they did uh, against Villa. Um, they didn't look nervous to play against the 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 for what it's worth best team. They they are the best team in the world until it until somebody proves them wrong, right? Um, they they are the best team in the world, and and Spurs came out and they they showed that they weren't afraid of this team. That they're going to go out, they're going to play their game, come hell or high water. They were gonna, they're gonna, they were gonna win balls. Uh, they're gonna win 50-50 balls. They're gonna put in a strong effort. Um, even even guys who maybe aren't prepared or aren't ready to play against a team like that were out there giving it their best. Brian Hill, like, was probably our best performer in the first half. Didn't have the best second half, but that's fine. You know, because he wasn't on for the second half. Well, <laughs> he had a brutal second half. He's just completely invisible. Well, he wasn't. He didn't come out a half. He did, yeah, for Hoiberg. Oh, I thought that was ten minutes in. Okay, fine, fine. Anyway, rewatch um, again, Mike. You're gonna have to rewatch the whole. I thing. haven't, re- haven't rewatched yet. <laughs> it was La Celso the whole time. <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> God damn it! All right, strike that. Rewind. Here, it. Here's the thing. No, no, no strike. That stays. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Steve take over. No, seriously. Yeah, let's like, go. No, let's. Go I, I just feel like I feel like I feel like Spurs dominated that second half. Um, they showed they weren't afraid of of the the big bads. Um, and and you know it's it's all due to a coach that um that has given this team confidence and given this team the 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 ability and the drive to do what they what what they did in that second half. And it's a B squad. It is a little less, a little less of a B squad, but we played four four fucking fullbacks. B plus, B plus. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go B plus A minus squad. It's we got we got we got Basuma back, but he was not. He was not good. I mean, you give me you give me Brendan Johnson's son and Decky up on the front line. I'm I can't call that a B squad, right? Like they weren't they weren't on the front line. In fact, Decky was a number ten. Yes, valid. valid. All right. Yeah, you lose two. You lose two. You (laughs) son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I did that for you, Mike. I guess what I'm saying is I can't call him a full B, B plus, A minus. That's that's where All I'm right. going. Yeah. So, Steve, so thoughts. Here's the thing. What's, okay. Uh, it's not. You know, it's not even just that. Uh, you know, Andrew's pissed. Told us to go play. It's the way that he he allegedly went about it. You know, obviously we're not in the dressing room. We don't know exactly what was said. Uh, but one uh, quote that I don't see being passed around enough uh, was. Basically, Ange saying something like, uh, you know, it's on me. You go out, you play, whatever happens is on me, right? Like, to me, that's so refreshing. Coming from managers, uh, I mean, fuck, look at what Conte did, throwing players under the bus right before he's, you know, out the door. Uh, It's just really refreshing to have a manager who is going to take ownership, take responsibility for the way that things are going, right? Good or bad. Ange is setting the team up to play. They're playing his way. It's his responsibility. Um, and honestly, I mean, I, I I do think that takes a lot of weight off the shoulders of these players. They don't have to worry about what if I make a mistake. Um, and on, actually, you know what? Let's talk mistakes because Basuma had a big one, big mistake. Are you uh, talking about the nutmeg? The attempted nutmeg to get forward. Yeah, uh, the, the and, shit that the shit that my fucking 11 year old tries to pull on me 
all the time, every day. Yep. Yep. But you know what? Somebody asked about it uh, in the post-match and Ange could have been like, yeah, he screwed up. Like we're, I'm going to have a chat with him, but no, he was perfectly calm about it. He's like, Hey, you know, well tell them to play a certain way. They try it. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I mean, it is what it is. They'll learn from it. They'll grow. They'll make different decisions next time. It's fine. Uh, nobody got thrown under the bus. You know, I'm sure behind the scenes, he's probably going to, to Basuma Lake. Look, it's Manchester City. There's three guys around you. Just get the ball out of there. You don't need to be cheeky about it, you know? Uh, but in public to the reporters, nope, no buses uh, were driving by for people to be flung underneath. Um but yeah, second half, uh, big changes, big changes. Decky, Decky was just something else, man. Um, would you was, agree? Would you agree that he's probably been our best player all season, best and yeah. most consistent? He's certainly been our most consistent, um, and it's it's funny to me because you know he doesn't have the the <clears throat> flashy pace that like a Brandon Johnson has. He's not any more creative than Madison. Madison's clearly got him beat there, right? So he's got players in positions that he typically plays in that do things much better than he does. However, he is tenacious. He is a guy who just keeps going. He keeps pressing. It's like, you know, and and I really loved his comments about I you know I don't think I just yeah, go out there and I just play just do yep yeah because uh, that to me it's like it, it, that's the perfect kind of guy for Ange right Ange tells me what to do I just do that I'm not thinking not about think anything is else. to do really quickly though Mike <laughs> um I, I'm gonna give you a yes and on your best and most consistent player I'm gonna throw out googly eye Vicario. I think he's also been our best and most consistent player I think he had a, I think he had a little bit of a rough game um. You know, I mean, the, the the beautiful, amazing save that he had uh, in this in this match, like the the one like beautiful save he had was from a giveaway that he just clearly sent the ball directly at a player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roger, I think it was Rodri. Um, you know, I Vicario's been great. I think I think he's a great player. I think uh, Pedro Poro has also been consistently good. I just yeah. think. I just think what Decky has done um, playing so many multiple positions, um, staying out of yellow card trouble most of the season, staying, um, being creative with his fouls, tracking back, playing defense. um, The fact that he can play, he could probably play center forward on this, on this team he can play on the on the wing. He can play in the middle. He's shown that he's been an eight, a ten. You know, yeah, yeah. he he's a, the the guy. Uh, for lack of a better term, is one side of a Swiss Army knife. He's not the full. He's not the full package. I think Destiny Odogi is probably the the full package, but like the the guy doesn't get himself in trouble. He's constantly I, on the move. I saw he today. He's. He's 23. And he is so strong. He's 23. He's a month older than Phil Foden. And I think he's a month younger than Saka. There's your right. there's your perspective on where that guy fits in from he, age and standpoint. he did the thing about Decky is that he doesn't need to score a shitload of goals to be effective in what he does. I'm I'm sorry, Mike. Um 
for your Arsenal buddies, Sacker, not Saka, Sacker. They just wanted to make sure I say that. Sacker. What? Uh, you know, our, your, your buddy Arsenal. They say soccer? Sacker? Sacker. Yeah. All right. Fucking wankers. <laughs> <laughs> not Decade. You know, uh, I, I like the guys, but I, no, I like one. I like one, one of them. Um, <laughs> The other, no, the other with, one, with, the other one could fuck off. But with respect <laughs> to Decky, uh, yeah, I think you're right. You know, he he's not going to be the most prolific goal scorer, but uh, it's it's a lot of what he does off the ball, with the ball, and bringing people in that are really advantageous to Spurs. Because like when you don't have a, a guy like Decky up there, you know, Son's not going to be holding that ball up. If you need to get the ball forward and have somebody hold it up until people can can you know come up and help you out son's not that guy no no. decky is um and and frankly you know when he shifted over into that central midfield position following madison's injury uh i think we had one game in between uh where he was still out wide and son was kind of like the focal point in the middle just didn't work son is not a hold-up guy but having somebody like decky there who is strong who can keep the ball retain that possession and then bring runners in is just so underrated um i i feel like a lot of really good hold-up play gets overlooked uh because it's not flashy it's not you know it's like a uh the third assist in hockey right like mm. They might get that, but it's not a tracked metric in a Premier League, so nobody's really going to do anything about it. Now I'm going to call you out second assist. Second, third. Damn, what you going to do with that, Steve? Fuck off, bitch. Mike, Mike called you out. What's up, homie? He's like, That's you know right. nothing, I'll, I'll, you know I'll nothing about hockey, Steve. With, uh, with my HR representative. Uh this is a volatile workplace. HR now. don't give a shit about your grievance. <laughs> uh, in my union contract that I signed, they're <laughs> legally required to give a shit about my grievance. You're legally required. <laughs> they don't have to do anything about it, but they have to at least pretend. That's they the deal. Fake it. Fake it, baby. Uh, no, but what I really liked, what I really, and this is something that has gotten a lot of praise, which is uh, Decky's header uh, for that third goal of ours, the equalizer. Mm-hmm um it's it's been hailed as just tenacious never give up attacking play right um and that's kind of what he offers he's always going to make those attacking runs you know he could be at death's door tired and he's still going to be pushing out there to try and get to the end of a ball to try to get to the end of a cross and i absolutely love that from him um, you know, a lot of credit has been rightfully given to Sun this season for constantly attacking, for being that 31-year-old who's always pushing forward, who's always trying to lead by example and get people to just keep that energy high. Uh, but Decky is another one who just takes that and and goes with it. You know, he's right up there. He's doing the same stuff. We saw Brennan Johnson doing a lot of that as well during that game. Uh, he wasn't getting a lot of, uh, uh, you know, big shouts uh, from or, or plaudits from people, but I thought he was doing pretty well up top as to, to, you know, really test city's back line. Um, frankly, I, from an attacking perspective, it, it was really good. The defending was exactly where I thought it would be for better or worse. You know, I, I was expecting to give up multiple goals to city, but uh, 
we really got under their skin with it. Um, I was saying to the guys uh, at the bar when they scored their third, it's like, wow, you know, they're celebrating like they just won the league. They score on fucking Emerson Royale and Ben Davies center back pairing. Like, congratulations. The fact that you've only scored three with your attacking talent is just awful. Emerson uh, had already given them like five to seven chances to score. Yeah, you know, it's I mean, it's crazy. It's through it's like no the- fault of his own. I mean, he's obviously playing out of position and and uh, even in position, uh, he may not be good enough to to play and start in his squad, but the, frankly, the he tries out there. The dude goes out there and hustles and he works, man. He does. Look, I'll he say works. this. I'll say this for Emerson. He might not be the best center back ever. And I'm very glad Romero is back from suspension, but I would rather 10 times out of 10, you give me the option. I would rather Emerson Royale deputize at center back over Eric Dyer. A million percent. Who was hurt? Yeah. Who yeah. Also no, no, he to... wasn't hurt. He was sore. Did you guys catch that? No, he I didn't. I, I, sore I, I, after training on, on uh, Saturday. Yeah, sore because he was told was he wasn't playing. Yeah, right. <laughs> picked up a knock is all I saw. Yeah. What uh, I one more guy that I really want to give a shout out to uh for for everything that he's been throwing together, uh, not just in that game, but recently as well. Giovanni Lo Celso, back from Indeed. the dead. Indeed, two yeah, goals, so, two starts. Is he is so he I, finally coming, coming true for what we thought he could be? When listen, uh, listen, I said it before. I said it before, and and and, and I still believe. I remember there was that that period of time where he was our best player under Jose Mourinho. Like, yes, he was carrying this fucking team pandemic era, right? He had a run of form. He right. Was, yeah. He was uninjured. He also has with him is, is staying uninjured. He also has probably one of my favorite moments, uh, possibly in the history of, uh, in my history of watching soccer in general, um, was, uh, a, a certain number, uh, 10 taking a penalty shot during the pandemic season <laughs> and he, sat and he went over the, and just sat, sat on the, on the, the back <laughs> sideline. Yeah. Be- before. Yeah. Like on, on the back side of the goal, just sitting on the, on the, on the wall because there were no, there were no fans there. So you're just sitting on there. Like it's so automatic. I'm just going to sit here. It, what, you know, what was great for me was like the goal last game was like, it was, I think a giant release for him. And it was a big, like fist pumping. Yeah. I, fucking did it and i told you guys I, I was this good and i could do it this time was a celebration you know it's a celebration bitches um <laughs> <laughs> there's my 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 rich james um yeah, well done i like thank that. you um well, it was a celebration this time he smiled the guy fucking smiled Game. like stone face argentinian Lo Celso, Gio Lo Celso smiled and had a fucking great time. It was, I think, the first time in, in obviously years because he's been thrown, he's been thrown away by a couple of managers. Like the first time in years for him, I'm sure, where he felt like he was part of part of something here. Let me ask and, you. And guys I this. hope and I hope it builds. I've also I've also heard, Steve, that and not to interrupt you, but I've also heard that 
a lot of people saying that Madison might have to fight for a spot back. And I say, oh, I don't think nonsense. I don't think that's I don't think that's true because I think they're playing kind of different spots. Like they are also playing Absolutely. more of that eight, eight, eight position. I think, but but Decky, Gio gets on Decky, at seventy minutes now and not ninety or not eighty eight minutes. I don't think I don't. Like I, I think I think Gio gets on with Madison when Madison comes back. I, I I heard it suggested that that Madison might have to fight for a spot back, and I love that. I love that a lot. Here's and I think I don't think he just steps back in, but maybe he does, and and we we see Gio and we see Madison together, and 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 who fucking knows like. Who's who's in the back? Maybe Bettinger comes back in in April to 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 help us win that that European spot. Here's my take on it. Um, it's not Madison that has to fight for his spot when he comes back. It's Basuma for yes. me. Basuma right now is the midfielder who is maybe a little out of form, maybe lost a little bit of confidence with the uh, suspension. Because uh, right now with Benton Kerr injured, Madison comes back. I would love to see a midfield of Madison, LaCelso, and Sar, who is also looking like he's going to come back uh, this weekend. I, th- I think it's hard to have. I, I think it's I, I like Sar. I think Sar can be good for bringing legs on to be a number eight and and bringing legs on the end of the game. I don't know what Sar really is. Uh, is he a number eight? Is he a number six? I, I don't think he can play at a number six. I don't think he's strong enough. I think the guy that is strong enough is our Viking. Well, yeah. He's the guy who comes in. And 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 Basuma's gotta Basuma's gotta watch his back. the the Danish Viking, uh and I'm just gonna say it for for the people out there uh who who wear that that baby blue, that powder blue, uh that North Carolina fucking tar heels blue that makes me sick to look at. Our Viking is better than yours. <laughs> so here's here perspective, boys. Perspective. Um, statement number one: Basuma. This is what happens with Basuma. He when he's out for a stretch, he comes back in and he's terrible. And until uh, he, gets, he wasn't great before he left, Dave. He had a stretch of bad bad performances. I'll give I'll give you that. I'll give you and that. and you can you can say oh maybe it was because he was worried about that one yellow. <clears throat> All right, I'll, I'll give he you. Started that. reading his own press, Dave. Yeah, you you could be right. I'm, I'm also, one of the guy. I'm one of the guys who said that he was going to be the the linchpin last year. He I also he had a, he had a nice stretch, so he he can find a stretch. I guess is what I what I'm getting at there. Hoybier, I like the guy. I always have liked the guy. He's a better Viking than than the other one. I agree with that, but he also struggles when he's overplayed. So the key with Hoybier is to keep him fresh, keep him coming in in spots, and like use that energy and use that intelligence and passion that he brings yeah. um, to help things out. The other thing I would say, Gio LaCelso, two of my favorite Gio LaCelso moments. One was this weekend um, when he was just getting in Holland's face. That was fantastic. The other <laughs> at flashback. The end of the game. Yeah. At the end of the game, the other flashback, I, I don't think this was last year. I think it was two years ago when we came back against Lester very late on a Lucas Mora goal, if you recall. And uh, there's yeah. that like iconic shot of Lucas Mora jumping up on the security guard. You remember that one? Yep. And Gio tried to jump up on a security guard, but he couldn't do it. He got like knocked back down. Fantastic Gio LaCelso memory. Just I, the dude is the dude is thick. He's thick, he's thick for a little bit. He's, he's, he's a squat little fella. He yeah, is. He, he is. Yeah. So so here's what I want to ask. Knee-jerk reactions only, all right? Giovanni <laughs> La Celso's contract expires 2025. So he's got 
year and a half left. Do you offer him a new contract right now, the way he's playing under Ange, yes or no? No. No. Sell him to Barcelona. Yeah, sell him. You but Barcelona's, better, Barcelona's coming in January. Like the way that the form he's in right now. Would you sell uh, him in January? No. Not in January. We need cannot, him. We need him in cannot. January. Sell him um, in summer. But who knows? Like by April, he might be like, mm. yeah. Let me okay. Let me ask you this: If he continues playing at this level for an extended period without injuries, and he is given another contract with Spurs, are you upset about it? No, I'm not upset. I, I don't think we want to be watch. Him. I think he's um, he's a he's a World Cup winner. He's an Argentinian international. Um, he's he plays really hard, like. We just got we got sold a uh, we got sold a, a bill of sale a bad bill of sale like from uh, from two fucking terrorists, you know, two terrorists and and their underlings, um, you, you know, and it just it Geo get Geo got thrown away by by Conte because he didn't fit Conte's vision, you know, and there's there's two different trains of thought here. It, it, and we have the Ange, the Ange um, vision of, you know, I'm not going to compromise what I do for, for anyone. And Conte's, I'm not going to compromise what I do and how I coach for anyone. There's two trains of thought there. One is, one is a coach who is a dictator versus a uh, the coach who is who listens to his squad and 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 says I need these people here in these spots if I don't have them I'm going to put these other people here and they're going to do the job instead of like Conte's version where okay this guy can't play in my spot in in in, in this spot so I'm not even going to try him there um and I'm going to throw him away because I want him to go away. And I don't want to deal with him. Chilas also was given a shot. He took that shot. And, and I'm sorry, uh, you cannot have him back, Spain. Not right now. So one more player I want to call out. And Dave, I can tell you've got a question that you're dying to ask. But uh, this will be quick. I was twitching. I can see it. This will be the, quick. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's just, it's ready. Big, big round my of applause. Jamie Donnelly got his. Hey, uh, all right, debut. yeah. Dude, he looks like a man out there, doesn't he? He looks like he, he did. Belongs. Yeah, he looked. He looked. He was he only out there for a minute or two, but he looked yeah. like he belongs. He 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 touched the ball on the side on his side when Grealish fired it in his fucking into his back. Look, it's it for me. <laughs> it's always nice uh, for some of these younger guys to get. Uh, you know, their, their debut, their first minutes, right. You know, no, he didn't really do anything. So it's hard to get like really hyped for him, but uh, I'm just, I'm, you know, as a father, I'm just proud. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice feeling. Um, so I was glad that uh, Ange was able to get him out there, even if it was just for a minute. Anyway, I, sorry, Dave, I know that you're, nice you're itching. So I have a question and I want to ask, I'm going to ask this question differently tonight. Are you boys ready? This is this is no. this is I'm going I'm going um, I'm going proper something here. Yeah, here we go. Dear Michael, 
How are you wetting your whistle? <laughs> uh, well, that, Dave, that was a disgusting way to ask that question. Yeah, so I was going uh, proper something. Here, l- let proper me translate something. for the people who were also turned off by the way that you phrased that. Uh, hey, Mike, what you drinking? Uh, wetting your whistle. Wet. <laughs> Wet. Um, guys, fins. Wheat. Fins. <laughs> Wheat. Um, <laughs> today, guys, I got something wicked, wicked special. Ooh, um, something wicked so. special. It's often every single year when it comes out, it's it's always regarded as one of the best beers in the world. Elfin du monde. <laughs> no, I can. Where's light? I can do that one someday, but um, this is the Bourbon County, the, the Bourbon, Bourbon County, County. the 2023 Ooh. Bourbon County Stout. Look at you! Oh, it's a stout too. Goose Island, dude. This this beer is uh, every year since its inception is is one of one of the best beers in the world. Hey, Mike, where's Goose appear- Island made? What's that? Where's Goose Island made? I'm not telling you. You can tell me. Tell our fans. I'll look it up. You where know do, where I'm do, getting where the research. The, it says it right on the fucking label. Where do Dave some of the best it. things in the world come from, Mike? It's Chicago made. I didn't do this. That's for what I'm talking about. I d- what's your whistle? I didn't Subsidiary do of Anheuser Busch. Yeah, only recently. It's, yeah, they, they used to, only, they yeah, used to be indie. Recently. Yeah. So no, well, it's not only recently, but like, so this beer is is, um, I don't do a lot of barrel aged beers i don't i don't like them i don't like smoked beers i don't like you know um the barrel aging thing i think is kind of fucking weird and the people who love it is are fucking nerds um but this beer every single year when i have it when it comes out i'm like completely blown away i've never had it i'm because it's it's really boozy it's really smooth um and i'm just hoping this it's also fucking 14 bucks a bottle where'd you pick it up bevy uh not at the bevy uh i got it at the georgia market okay um they have a great beer cave but it was like staring me in the face i went i (laughs) they didn't have it in the beer cave they had it at the register when i was checking out at the register yeah yeah i had a whole bunch of beers and i was like and i looked at the at the girl behind the counter i was like why do you do this to me Right next to the five hour energy and the 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 chiclets or, or what? Chiclets. No, uh, no, I think it was a prime a prime, uh, prime hydration drink. hydration drink. Yeah. Um, so when is uh when's Wicked Spursy gonna pay for us to go to their Fulton Street tap room? So, <laughs> so That's boys, I'm talking about. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you what I pour this. Look at how thick that is. It's like Hershey's syrup. Steve, That's at, uh, what it looks like. At, at my Sox games, they used to have uh, the Goose Island porch in right field. It was it was a uh, Goose a Island IPA is actually very good. Oh yeah, good stuff. So um yeah, immediately this uh the, it, I I don't even have it near me right now. It's well, it's near me ish, but uh it's not under my nose. It smells. It's got that whiskey barrel, that whiskey barrel smell, that bourbon, that booziness. Yeah, it's got that booziness behind it. It smells like vanilla. Um, it's got a little bit of cherry behind it. I can smell it. It's sitting here. There's no head on this. No head. It's just like straight syrup. I've got it in my <laughs> long, my long trail Vermont pint. Yes, you do. Oh my God. Yeah. It smells like bourbon. Um, it's always fucking good, dude. It's always good. And 
you know, Anheuser-Busch, thank you for allowing Goose Island to do what their thing um, and stay kind of partially kind of independent. But let's not get into this, like, because this is fucking, it smells good. And I just want to get into this. Well, uh, Mike's trying that out. Uh, Dave, I saw that you had a uh, very interesting beverage you were drinking yesterday. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that? I was, and I almost cracked it. Um, Mike, help me out. What was that brewery? It's uh, out of Waterbury at the restaurant. Um, Oh, Big Tree. Yeah, Big Tree. Big Tree Brewing, 85 beers. And, And, you know, like, look. Again, the Chicago thing as a kid who grew up there, the 85 Bears were and are the best football team in history. This can, it was lovely. It had bears all over it. One of the bears had a Mike Dicka sweater on. Um, it it was it was fantastic. And it was a, a brown ale. It was a heavy brown ale, six percenter, but but tasty. I felt it a little bit on the back end, you know, and that, that that's enough for me. But Steve, thanks for pointing that out. What are yeah. you drinking, my friend? What do, what do you got going on tonight? I've got my uh, nice, easy listening Pilsner uh, from Green Empire Brewing. It is quite tasty. I like it a lot. Listen, Steve's got the NPR of beers right now. Just, just, just chill. The NPR there. of beers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sweaty balls. <laughs> just, just easy on the palate and makes everybody happy. That's good. Yeah, so my- it's an interesting one. Um, <laughs> so I, I really wish that. Uh, I could get the uh, the can art to come in clear because it looks like maybe it will. This guy here, back up my face there. there you go. That yeah, looks like good. Chuck Mangione from a <laughs> King of the Hill interpretation. Valid, very very valid. Makes me laugh every time I look at him. So, Michael, I I, I see deep thoughts on your uh, your countenance there. What are you what are you thinking, man? What's going on? You're not having you're not having more than one of these. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one and out, huh? It's one and done. Uh, much, much like most of the uh, the college basketball players these days, one and done. Um, there you go. This thing, this thing, like you ever like as a kid, like taking the Hershey syrup and just like pour it, pour it directly in your mouth. Yes, it's like that, but booze. Nice, huh? What's it's the got... what's the percent on it? By the way, did you give us? Oh percentage? shit. Um. I bet 10, 10 plus. No. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. 14. Oh. 14.6. Oh, no shit. Really? <laughs> Good night. That's a lot of beer, man. <laughs> Good night. I thought I was going to have another IPA after this. Oh, um, so it's got, it's got vanilla. It's got cherry. Like it's got that deep, 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 dark chocolate. Um, It tastes a little bit like almond. It's got like a little almond flavor. You know, uh, at the end of it, it's, I don't know how to, I don't, I don't even know what category to put this. It's definitely an Imperial, um, times two times two. This is a, this is a beer, man. Steve, uh, if we can keep Mike awake for another half hour. He's going to be funny by the time. We're <laughs> <out of the laughs> um, I'll have another sip of it and I'll give you uh, my writing, my song. All right, very good. Oh man, I, I I do have this every year, but every year it's different, so I had to do it. And Mike, what's the what's the name of this one again? It's uh the Bourbon County brand stout. Bourbon County stout, got it. Goose uh Goose Island. Yeah, that's a tricky, tricky one for me to guess. Uh yeah. I, it's thick though. And it, I mean, I'm going it with thick. my gut. 
Yeah. Ooh, Steve, I, I, I like the way you're thinking there. Um, let me, as let me stouts go, it. as stouts go, it's, it's very good. I really like it. You're not having more than one. Steve, you, as, like, as is my way, I'm going to give a little bit of wiggle room. We're going to split one. We're going to split one. The three of us. When you guys, <laughs> when we get Sounds. back to you, when we get together in a couple of weeks. Sounds um, delightful. So, um, I'm going to go uh, 4.3 on this. Whoa. That was way higher than I thought. It's fucking good. I got dude. the right numbers. I wow. love, I love this. Mike, that that's, uh, I'm that just the, because that the highest rating you've given. No, no, no. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Might be. I feel I'm like, pretty I sure, feel I'm pretty like sure I'm... there's a, I'm pretty sure there's a 4.8 in there. Wait, 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 what? There was a 4.8 in there. Dude, I think you're smoking crack. Oh, no, there was a 4.8. No, 4. it's the 14.6% alcohol. Know, right? or, or, or the bourbon. The bourbon it's a, a 4.3. This is a 4.3. This beer wow. is, it's well-made. Like, I don't care if it's Anheuser-Busch. It's well-made. It's delicious. It is delicious. It's a chocolate bar in a glass. It's, it's just fucking good. I, I got to go find this thing, man. It's fantastic. I'll be the judge of that. How about how about a song, Mike? It was good. You surprised us on the rating, and, and, and I'm going to say you surprised us because you were kind of downplaying it a little bit, right? I like, wasn't trying to downplay it. No, I wouldn't. I don't. Say I, don't, I, don't I don't think I was trying to, but you weren't giving uh, us the normal signals. I guess that said four plus. Would you agree with that, Steve? Yeah, there was no O face. There was no. Yeah. You know, I got to shut my camera. No, it's because every time you take a sip of it, you got to contemplate what's fucking going on in your mouth. It's like a fucking explosion. <laughs> You're reconsidering your life every time you take a sip of it. <laughs> well, now I'm curious. To... It's, like, it's like, why have I done this? Oh, 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 okay. Because it just so, keeps rolling and rolling. So, and rolling. what Taylor Swift song are you going to go with to? Oh, T Swift. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Um, no. <laughs> nice. I like it. Well no, done. Um, my, my my daughter's a Swifty. I got my I got my Swifty bracelet. Um, <laughs> yeah, your daughter's the Swifty. Yeah, uh, you know it's twenty twenty three. You know what? You if I had Taylor the money, Swift I would take want. my daughter to a Swifty concert, and I would have the best time ever. Um, I would have the best time he, ever. Just going we'll, by. We'll myself. get it. We'll we'll get into. Okay, let's let's. Mike, just, would you trade the best fish concert you ever went to? No, to, to take your daughter to a Swift concert. Oh shit! Ooh. Discussion for another time. Uh, Dave, I think we'll have the discussion, but I'm going to say I'm going to say yes, I would, and and we'll have the discussion later. I'm not Um, mad at that. I'm I'm truly not mad. I think I could say with the utmost certainty that I would trade Mike's Fish concert for a chance to see Taylor Swift. I got no shame about Taylor Swift. I I go see her. I'm all good with it. Absolutely. Okay, so um, let's get to the song. Now we can just put hashtag Taylor Swift in our uh, release notes and. Since Hope bourbon that helps us out somehow. Bourbon it's, it's is bourbon is uh, made in the South. Well, you're go going to little, little Tennessee action here. You're going to Nashville. I'm not, go I'm not, I'm not necessarily going. I'm not going country. I'm I'm just going Dolly? southern, going southern, blues, southern style. Okay. Um, Leonard Skinner, southbound. Almond Brothers band. All right, all right. Uh, I like that. Okay. Yeah, man. I just I just feel it, man. We can tell you feel it, Steve. We got to keep him away for 20, mama. 25 more minutes. We got to keep this boy coming away. home to you. <laughs> we passed out at five. Amy, in advance, we are sorry. We are very, very sorry. Don't apologize or, to my wife. Or, or as Mike would say, we're sorry. 
Somebody's got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god. All right. Okay. Hey, that was hey Mike. That's why I love you guys. It's good. Uh... Every single time I've talked about this, and I said we need to shorten this a little bit. Steve has to go on a rant, and then you guys have to. Oh yeah. It's hey, all... at least I haven't talked about who I'm ritualistically sacrificing to. You know, this time that was earlier. Valid. Steve, it's all on us. We got to pick it up from here. We got to cover for Mike. You ready? There's another group of people who needs to be put into boiling water than mashed. <laughs> the people Steve. at the grocery store who <laughs> are standing right in front of the shelves and they're looking at their items and they can't decide what fucking item they want to buy. If you don't know, step away from the shelf so the rest of us can do our shopping. Here's a question for you. Why am I the best bagger at the grocery? That's what I want to know. Why do I crush it every time I go through that aisle? Because they don't have any don't people. have any pride anymore. They, they don't even have any teenagers anymore. It's just no, like old don't. old ladies at the register. And then I'm like, don't worry, sweetie, I'll get it. I'll I'll handle this one. And no, 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 no. E- eggs go on top. You know what? Just let me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why I go with my wife sometimes because it's like quicker. Absolutely. Because you know why? Because the manager sees sees a husband there with with the wife, and they're like, oh man, she needs some help. Nice, <laughs> nice. Because he's not gonna know what to do. Hey, Stevie boy, let's talk about the football that lies ahead. What's uh, what's yeah, on your weeks. mind? There's so many matches coming up. Like, what do we even talk about? What are you gonna do? I uh, I'm honestly a little bit excited with Romero coming back. Um, there's some stability there that I am very much looking forward to having. You know, no slay against Emerson. I, I you know for for what he had to do, he was fine. You know, he's not good in the role. He's not somebody I want to see there for any longer than absolutely necessary. But credit words due. The dude did his job. He did it to the best of his ability. I have no complaints with uh, how he performs. I wish it was better. I wish we had better options. But, uh, you know, I can't can't fault him for his uh, work ethic. Um, so having Romero back, I think, is a huge boon. Uh, for Spurs, especially going into West Ham and Newcastle or Saudi FC or whatever they're going by these days. Um, <laughs> no, it's going to be a difficult, difficult couple of games. You know, we got a short week. Uh, they're thick and fast. You know, the team's going to be exhausted. What worries me the most is our front line. Uh, those guys tended to get more tired earlier in the games uh that we've seen recently right around that 70 80 minute mark they're really like losing gas they can't keep it up and our our bench options aren't exactly uh letting the world aflame having richarlison back maybe helps a little bit but it's not like he was doing what bench? we had two we had two keepers in the entire u21 team yeah pretty much um but no you know <laughs> west <laughs> Just looking like Thursday and just take it one game at a time. I think that's exactly what uh, Ange is going to be telling, uh, you know, the team. But like, let's take West Ham, right? They're very streaky. Sometimes they look good and like they could do a lot and it's going to be a very difficult game. And then they have these games where they just look like absolute dog shit. And I'm just amazed that they get any points. Um it's it's going to be difficult. You know, they've got some some very tricky players for us to have to deal with. 
Um, you know, I I do think James Ward Prowse can be dangerous, especially if we get enough. J- JWP JWP is a yeah. You know, I, I know a lot of Spurs amazing fans, talent. I know a lot of Spurs fans. They didn't rate him very highly when we were linked to him, and they thought he was you know eh, whatever. But uh, you know, he could be dangerous, especially if we do stupid shit to give free kicks away. Uh, you know, 20, 30 yards out. So that's a bit of a worry. Bowen, I think, can be pretty solid. Um, that's always something to to look out for. Um, and then it's just a matter of, you know, are, are, are they on their game, right? I think it's a winnable game for us. It's the first game in a little while that I think is truly winnable. Um, and I don't expect anything different from Spurs. I expect them to go out, to be aggressive, to do their thing, put their stamp on the game, and to make it challenging. The Newcastle game is the one that I'm most concerned about this week because that one has the potential to be very good for us or go to shit very quickly. Um, Now, Nick Pope is out for that game. He's not going to be able to play. Um, which it's like, great, you know, Nick Pope's gone. Who do they have as their backup? Dubravka, who just always seems to be like the mo- most elite, well, it's, world it's that, class. It's that famous. It's that famous Spurs versus the Spurs versus the backup keeper like yeah, situation. Right. It's always, always like that backup keeper always has a fucking worldy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, they're a tricky team, you know. I, I I really like Eddie Howe. I really like the work that he does. Um, I really want to beat Newcastle, A, because they're right behind us in the table, and B, because they're Saudi-owned and should be thrashed uh, every chance we get. But, uh, you know, not for nothing, they got talent. Um, they, they've got a good team, and when they're cohesive, when they're on their game, they, they can compete with top six for sure um so that one i'm most concerned about but i think you know Ange isn't changing his tactics it's going to be the same thing we're going to see and it is going to be uncomfortable for them as it is for us uh so expect them to be entertaining i expect them to be uh really enjoyable for us to watch win lose or draw i think if we were to get four points out of these two games i would be over the moon Right. If we win both of them, just completely ecstatic, you know, crying tears of joy, naming my second board Ange Postacoglu. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think four points would be fantastic for sure. But uh, it's going to be hard. It's going to be fun. What do you think about that, Mike? How do you feel? Uh, I got I got a couple of things that I can that I can uh, talk about um, that Steve kind of missed. The, the West Ham game, the West Ham game, like Steve, West Ham how has, dare you. Uh, how dare you, you son of a bitch. Um, this 14.6 is getting to me already. <laughs> Keep talking, um, Mike. Keep talking. So, so Steve kind of didn't hit on the fact that when you, when you look at West Ham, they, they tend to be shit versus shit competition. So the lower table teams are not, they're not great at they they play up to their competition and they play down to their competition. It's 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 very much old school. Well, the past three years, Spurs, right? Like you watch Spurs play against someone like Sheffield United, uh, Southampton, 
that kind of that kind of those kind of teams and it just doesn't translate on the pitch. Uh, West Ham is kind of stuck in that in that kind of situation. All right. That said, though, um, you did mention James Ward Prowse. You mentioned uh, you didn't mention uh, Kudus, who is right now yes. is is on a fucking tear. He's on a tear. West Ham's in a really really good spot, and I think that like the weakness for Spurs right now, beside the back line, um, with Van de Ven out. Um, we're probably gonna line up with Ben Davis at that spot, which is fine. Jared Bone is a, a world class player. I don't like him. I think he's a cocky asshole. Oh, absolutely. But, but he's he's a fantastic fucking. He's a fantastic player. They have a really good coach who prepares that team well. Um, I I I am worried about our set pieces in our in our set piece defense uh, in that game. Uh, when it comes to Newcastle, Newcastle might be the one team who has more fucking injuries than Spurs at this point. Um, everybody's done on that team. Uh, Isak just came back. That guy, that guy's a, a world-class player. I, for, for what it's worth, I, I really like Newcastle as a team. I think, I think they play very well like miguel moran is like one of one of the most exciting players in oh, the i can't league. stand that guy really no, <laughs> i understand you can't stand him i understand oh. you can't stand him um he's got a weird smile he's got a weird face he kind of looks like a chihuahua and he kind of always punishes spurs actually and he does and he, he punishes us yeah um i think with with a player like uh destiny and doggy on that side anything that Almiron brings is gonna be that's a great point. Ne- neutralized. Um, great point. Um, like I said before, Destiny is going to show up in spots where y- you think he's maybe the center forward. You think he's going to be the left wing. Uh, he might be the right wing. He might be a number eight. He might be a number ten. He could be a he could be a center back. Who fucking knows where Destiny's going to show up? Um, he's he is the full Swiss Army knife. Um, but I I think that Newcastle. I think scares me less just because of their injuries. Um, and I, I just, I do want to say that we're going to have, we're going to have uh, my good friend, uh, Natalie on after the match um, to, to talk about, to talk about that match. Um, she is a Newcastle supporter and she is uh, uh, spearheading the, the Newcastle supporters groups uh, American side um, to, to, to kind of to kind of uh broaden their range but uh she 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 writes very well she's uh she's a she's a great fan of that club and and uh we look forward to having her on but for sure um, i i talk to her every single week and uh and uh she's very looking forward to this match so this is this is the big match i think newcastle fans this is a big match for them because because spurs Spurs are always kind of that hump that Newcastle can't get over. Um, and they've been kind of stuck in that Crystal Palace uh, kind of mid-table spot for years. I think so, we hope to we hope to continue to be that hump, don't we? Well, I mean, they they, they kind of got screwed in the Champions League this year, but yeah. this this past week, I'm sorry, not this year, but this past week. Um. They're a nice team. I don't. I don't. I don't think they're there yet. But like, they have a great coach at Eddie Howe, and 
And I think that in the future, they could be great. You know, what I think, you know what I think would be great right now, boys? Ending this podcast. Closing, closing thoughts. Chocolate bar. Chocolate bar. 14.6. <laughs> Steve, give me a closing thought, buddy. What do you got? Oh, closing thought. Uh, you know, just I, I got to reiterate it again. Just bring on the snow, Vermont. Like, I, I, I can't deal with this icy rain bullshit. Just give me the snow. I, you know, it's coming. It always comes. It's fucking Vermont. It's going to be winter. We're going to have it. Just, just rip the bandaid off. Just give me, give me the, I don't even like, I don't do anything. I don't ski. I don't snowboard. I'm not doing any of that shit. Just give it to me so that it's here and I can work towards getting over it. But God damn it. Enough with the ice. Fair. Steve, my closing thought is I cannot wait to ski. I went to pick up my ski pass today. They're opening full mountain operations at my mountain <clears throat> Monday of next week. And uh, I'm ready to roll, baby. I love the but Christmas it, season. I love are the you, are you season. At, are you at Stratton Mountain? I used to ski Stratton, but I, I ski Bromley now. I go uh, the smaller, smaller, more local. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, Mike. You? Closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. Um, I just want to like shout out my daughter. I I don't I don't talk about Lily that that much. Um, she has become a full fledged crazy Spurs supporter. Um, kind of, kind of more than my son. Uh, my, my son is the kid who will watch the first half and then has to go outside and play, you know, you know, he doesn't care about the second half. He has to go outside and play. Lily has jumped in both feet at the same time into the pool and, and is loving it. She, uh, she texted me while we're at Boston Spurs this weekend when when Decky scored, uh, she texted me, "Oh my God, did you just see that?" Nice. Yeah, and uh, she had she has she goes to the Vermont Green Games with me. She stands by my side on that front row with the rest of the Green Mountain boys, and 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 chants and cheers and sings with the crowd. Um, she's taken up soccer as her sport to uh, to support. And she's taking up spurs as her as her dad's like as her dad's uh, kind of sidearm. That's got to feel good. And and it's and it's fantastic. And it, it feels great. And uh, you know she's a big fan of Brennan Johnson. Um, and she's a she's a just a, a just a big fan of like watching the the excitement on the on on the fans. Uh, faces I, I, she she loves getting getting into uh all of the excitement on uh, in the fans she she when we watch matches she watches the fans and she points out people in the crowd it's it's a little it's a little strange but like it's her thing she points out people in the crowd who are having a great time and 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 that's kind of what it's all about and nothing uh that nothing wrong with that yeah and, and it's 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 awesome for me and it's it just uh to have a partner to have a partner in this and uh and that's that's all i got to say very good love it all right boys let's uh let's wrap um steve 
as we walk away from this pod tonight, what would you say to our our uh, listeners and friends? I would say, quiz, 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 quiz. And don't be an asshole. Thank you, Stephen and Michael. How about you? What would you say to our our friends and listeners? Well, guys, uh, it's a crazy world out there. But here's the thing. <laughs> but here's the thing. Um, I just want everybody to go out there, tread lightly, and just be safe. And Tottenham Hotspur action. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm.